Hello and welcome to the Mernsler Podcast. I am thy host, Jacoby Longton. With me today is James Morris. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm really excited what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to do two podcasts in one day, Jacoby. I'm really excited because uh, today is the second playoff game. Um, and I guess we're going to talk a little bit of the game from yesterday. And then obviously um, we're going to do, I guess, tell, tell us what we're going to talk about. Tell us to the fans. Um, so we're definitely going to be talking about yesterday's game and probably a little about today's game we'll just um we'll just you know go over our pitching and our um batting and everybody who's gonna play you know and say our thoughts on them so we're just gonna do the basic stuff you know get everybody to know what we've done and you know tell them about the game hopefully they don't listen to this before the game but i mean yeah yeah well so yesterday we won and uh, Luis Castillo doesn't deserve to win a Cy Young. I don't know who does, to be honest. I believe it was six innings or five, maybe five and two-thirds of shutout innings. Uh, and he pitched phenomenal. He walked very little. He, he located his pitches amazing. His slider was on target. He hit 100 miles an hour a few times, and his changeup was dominating. Um, but I guess what do you, what do you see from Castillo? Because he pitched amazing, and he he showed the entire will be he's a pitcher not to mess around with. Yeah, he definitely showed that to everybody because he pitched eight innings. Um, he only probably let four or five hits, and he um, he just did phenomenal. He only had two walks, I think, but he had, like, four strikeouts, so nothing, like, crazy, you know? But, I mean, it's something that really can still seal a game. Yeah, so, I mean, I can really see Castillo going again uh, and maybe even game game four, I mean, in the next, you know, series – um, if, if we get there and I guess we, we will just really see how good he can be throughout the playoffs this year. But uh, another good note is Cal Raleigh has been a phenomenal player the entire year, but really only showed what he could do later in 2022 season. And boy, has he proved that definitely in the playoffs in the first inning, he had a two run shot to show his power. And I don't know. I mean, Cal Raleigh has been a great ad for us. And I think, uh, I don't think we need to get a catcher next year. I think if we resign it, he'll be a really good ad with us. I agree with that. Um, I heard an announcer once say to him, um, or ask him, what what is your most memorable um, walk-off bomb after his bomb to clinch the playoffs? And he said, I've actually never hit a walk-off bomb. That was his first walk-off hit, or, I mean, which home run. Which is so crazy because that's to clinch the playoffs, and that's his first one. And, like, I'm sure that surprised so many people. But that is – that's just one reason why he's so great. He 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 can do great in those kind of switch situations. Full count, two outs, what, no guys on. Just he, If he can play that well, like, gosh, you know you got a star. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like he should have been an all-star this year. It, uh, I think if he keeps us up, he should definitely be an all-star next year. I believe he has he has 20-something odd home runs. He's been a solid He's been a solid player with us the entire year. And I don't know. I mean, I really, I'm excited to see with him. Him and Suarez showed power, and I guess the ability to hit the ball uh, in the playoffs last game. And so did Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez has been. I can just see in him that he is going to be a player to watch for years and years and years to come. And I guess, 
I don't know. We've talked about J Rod so much in these podcasts, but he could very well be a playoff MVP if he keeps this pace up. I think he obviously can be a playoff MVP, in my opinion. Um, in my opinion, he's just one of the best players to ever play the game, honestly. He just there's no like end of greatness to him. Like he never he never is just like like, you know, bad. He never just plays a bad game. If he does have like two or three strikeouts, he still has a bomb under his belt that game. Like he never has a game where you're just like, gosh, he did terrible. Like he never he's just never that kind of player. Yeah, I mean, if we have in the playoffs, we are pretty much unstoppable. I mean, you got, you know, Hanniger's been hitting the ball well as of late, and then Raleigh, Suarez, and then, you know, J.P. Crawford batting ninth. He's not a nine-hole hitter, but get him on base, and then J-Rod, Suarez, Raleigh behind that, behind him is just, I mean, honestly, this is, a, this is a dangerous lineup, and the Blue Jays showed that this is this is the team not to mess around with, and our pitching rotation had, was phenomenal. We shut out, got, we shut out. The second best offensive team in all of the uh, in all of the playoffs as of right now. Yeah, we just did phenomenal. There's no there's no way to say we didn't do we didn't do good in any any way. No one had any errors, I believe. JP played great in the field. Um, France did good at first. J Rod made quite a few catches out there, like at, at least six in center field. A couple over to Mitch, but. Um, yeah, nobody, none really to Kellenic and left. Was he playing left? Well, that's left? another thing we need to talk about. Kellenic got 0 for 4, and that's the third game in a row he's got. He has had no hits. Yeah, that is something we can't have, but. He's starting today as well. He's, yeah, I like that he's starting today because he can play the field great. Um, I think, I've never, I don't know if this is a thing, but for DH, you know, on offense, he should be a def- defender all time, honestly. Like, he yeah. brings a lot of strikeouts to the table for us. He strikes out a lot, hits just a bunch of pop-ups, but then once he goes out in the field, he plays great. So Yeah, I mean, he is a solid defender. He, he's a great defender, but he just needs to work on his offense and confidence for sure. We all, in the, we've talked about this so much that he needs confidence. His confidence level's as low as can be. So mm-hmm. I think he's a great player when he's got confidence. And, you know, I bet his confidence is even lessening now since he's in the playoffs and he's starting. He's probably nervous and all that, along with many other players. But, I mean, Jacoby, we win this game today with Robbie Ray on the uh, on the bump. We could be going a lot more ways in there because I think if we win today, we'll be faced against the Houston Astros, who won 103 games. So they're going to be a tough team to beat. And yeah. That is if we win today, of course. Yeah, it will be. It'll be very tough um, if we win today because the Yankees – or not the Yankees. Might be the Yankees. I'm pretty it's sure it's Yankees the Astros. or Astros, yeah. I've heard. But um, Yankees – Astros, we always have a lot of trouble with. Um, we That would be a very interesting, actually, game because, in our opinions as Mariners fans, Luis Castillo is a Cy Young candidate, but he's really – I don't think overall he is, or is he? He's a Cy Young so. candidate. I don't think he'll win it. Yeah, he, I don't think he'll win it. And another Cy Young candidate for the um, Houston Astros would be Justin Verlander. And oh, we yeah. also faced one today or yesterday, Alec Manoa. Very so good point. this is Alec Manoa, everybody. If you didn't watch the game, he did terrible. Like, that was not yeah. – even the announcers were like, are we seeing Alec Manoa pitch? Because he started off with a walk. No, no, no. He hit J Rod. Yeah. And then we got. We got an out, and they had a bit, then a home run, I and was, then a double. Yeah, I was really mad when he hit J Rod twice. Yes. Like, but, and, but did you know? I think that might have been a little bit of a target. I'm taking a little bit of an injection because 
hit him in the same spot where he's been injured. Oh, yeah. And that's where we all know he doesn't like to be hit is right in his right wrist yeah. or left. I can't so, remember. So for all the people that are listening, this is a before a game show or podcast before the game. And, uh, but I'll back on topic. We just beats. We, we hit four runs off of a Cy Young candidate uh, that could possibly be top three, top two voting uh, and AL MVP. And next we win uh, today. We're going to be facing us another Cy Young candidate, most likely Justin Verlander. He will, most definitely probably win the uh Cy Young, but we just we just beat Alex Manoa. Give up. We get hit four runs against the Cy Young candidate. What 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 can we do against Justin Verlander? I think we can do quite a bit against Justin Verlander. He um I know he's got a nasty twelve six curve, I've heard. And I think we can take him on like we did with Alec Manoa. And um about Alec Manoa, I just forgot what I was gonna say, but um I'm pretty sure maybe his seeding for like being able to win is probably going to go down because he does. He this is like one of the first times he's ever really had pressure because he's Alcmano? a rookie. Yeah, Alex Mano's not a rookie. Well, he he's like second year, but second yeah. year anything. Anyways, um, he's just if he does win the Cy Young, it'll be not by much because obviously he did not do good yesterday and he was just not playing like Alex Mano, and obviously that could definitely help him because in the playoffs that could show that and that's going to give us be. confidence yeah too. yeah that will and i feel like um we're just going to do great against verlander if we get to face him yeah and so let's talk about game two of the wild card series i know we've already talked about a little bit but we got we got a solid lineup um obviously and we got um we got counting starting today we got uh, santana starting today uh we don't like santana start and i guess let's talk about robbie ray uh, he is pitching today. He has a 3.71 ERA uh, ending uh, ending 2022 regular season. And overall, Jacoby, he hasn't been a solid pitcher. Um, but I like what I've seen through him, and he's starting game two. I guess you and me, you and me don't totally agree on him starting game two. Am I right? I, yeah, I don't fully agree, but I definitely think he is somebody we could start, but I'd rather have Logan Gilbert pitching. Yeah, well, honestly, to me, it's very debatable. I would honestly throw – I'd literally put on two pieces of paper uh, Robbie Ray and then Logan Gilbert and put them behind my back and have somebody, like, choose because literally Robbie Ray has pitched in Canada quite a bit. He was a Blue Jay at a time. Cy Young winner. And, yeah, Cy Young winner with the Blue Jays. So I think that could really help us. But then again, it could kind of help the Blue Jays because they might know what he's got. Yeah. But I really think that – um it's just going to depend on how he pitches and how these um, batters really remember him. Yeah. So I think Robbie Ray overall has the advantage because he's been watching the Blue Jays lineup, you know, the entire 2021 season. So he's for the most roughly ish, he's going to know uh, the weaknesses and strengths of most hitters. But, you know, you got new ads like Went Merrifield and I believe uh, Tiasker Hernandez, if I'm not mistaken. But a lot, I mean, it's yeah. a couple of these players not going to know. But most, I mean, you obviously got some. Um, some paper and, and things to know about. They got some information to know, even if you're not familiar with them. But I think overall, I'm I'm comfortable with Ray starting game two. I would rather Gilbert uh, for one. You know, I think Gilbert's more reliable pitcher, and two, he doesn't give up the long bomb as often. But I mean, if Ray's on, he is on, and I think he, he can be unstoppable uh, if if he doesn't give up that long ball. Yeah, I definitely agree. But let's talk about the Blue Jays. Um, batting order because we all know they're again long ball threats but if we can just not let that happen then we're great so um i kind of forgot who i was going to say but Vladimir no i it was somebody bobochet 
So yesterday, he did not have the game like he was playing. In September of 2022, he had 48 hits. in That's one month, folks. Like, great. That is great. And yesterday, I believe he went one for four, so nothing special. I don't... I think he even went 0 for 4. But still, he was... He he played good defense, but I think we need to watch out for Boba Shett and just just because yesterday he didn't have a great game, that does not mean he's gonna come back today. Yeah, so I think watch out for those power hitters. I know uh again we we've said this every podcast, but we need to be careful on who we are pitching to and pitch them carefully because every single one of these batters can hit the ball hard uh with for the Blue Jays and uh and uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see game two. Uh, maybe we can make some legit predictions on game two of this wild card series. But uh, I'm gonna say Robbie Ray. I think he's gonna go six innings of uh, maybe. I think he's gonna give up two runs roughly. But all those gonna be long balls, and he's gonna strike out ten or eleven. I think he's gonna strike out. The bottom line is, I think he's gonna strike out a lot of batters, give up a couple long balls, but overall have a quality start. I pretty much agree with that, except I think he'll go five and let. Yes, about two, and have like eight strikeouts, and um, just just pretty much the same as you, but just a little less innings because when he pitches a lot, he um he pitches a lot in every inning I, I've seen. He has a lot of strikeouts, but when they do make contact, he kind of like he pitches quite a bit. So I think it'll pitches. be I think it'll be a very interesting game. It'll be a lot different from yesterday. Yeah, so we're facing against Kevin Gossman. A, a pitcher that's not having his best year this year, but again, strikes out. Uh, he struck out 75% of the batters he faced off his splitter. So if we can lay off his splitter, I think we, we can we can hit Kevin Gosman pretty well. I believe his yellow raise close to four, if not four. And, I mean, he is, he's a solid pitcher. I mean, last year he was a Cy Young candidate. He was all-star as well. He was really good in 2021. And overall, I think we can hit him. He's very, very, very hittable. But I think we need to be careful, lay off the high fastballs, lay off that splitter down low. And I think overall, if we do that correctly, we can be a dangerous team and hit, just like we did Alex Minow, hit Gavin, Kevin Gosman just as well. I, I agree. And I think um, for us as pitching, I think uh, this Blue Jays team is a um, is a predictable team. They're very um, – their team is a lot of um, – gosh, what was I going to say? A lot of power, like we've already said. And he – like – when we play, when they get a base hit, it's not by much. It's like a play that, like yesterday, Boba Shed, I'm pretty sure was it. Um, JP made a diving stop to um, stop it from going out in the outfield. But it still counted as a base hit, got them in scoring position. So I just, I think when they do hit base hits, it's not a great best base hit or anything. And so they're a predictable team, I think. Yeah, I mean they're gonna hit the home runs probably if if they don't give up if they if they yeah they're probably they're gonna hit home runs but yeah that's the only thing that I think honestly will really affect us because that that's all they really can do. Yeah, well I'm really excited to see what our lineup has to offer against Kevin Gosman because overall our lineup's good overall the Blue Jays roster is good and I'm I'm excited and um, I don't know I'm 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 just I want to say cautious because the Blue Jays team is dangerous. I mean, all they have to do is win two in a row, and they're gonna be uh, they're gonna they're gonna be in front of us, and and they're gonna be like twenty one years in the dust, you know. So we have to be careful. We can't get too excited yet. I mean, our lineup's good, but it's not as good as the Blue Jays, I think overall. And uh, I don't know. I mean, Robbie Ray pitch a good game, please, because we got we still we got the bullpen to help us. But I don't know. I'm just really, really, I guess, cautious uh, to what the, uh, this game brings us. 
Yeah, it is going to be very interesting, like we've said, and it won't be a game. I don't think it'll be a very, um, like, very, like, blown out of the water or anything game. I don't think it'll be a four-zip game like it was yesterday. I think it'll end around 6-2, to two, or uh, not 6-2, to two, like 6-5 to five or so. Like, it'll yeah, be a close, close game, game, I think, but, yeah. Well, how about we talk about, I don't know, maybe maybe a little bit of our bullpen because I know only um, Munez got the, the the bullpen yesterday, but he pitched really, really well. He's a strikeout pitcher. He, I really like Munoz. Um, and I don't know. I mean, our relief, our bullpen has been phenomenal this entire year, and uh, I, I'm excited what it has to bring again to the Blue Jays because, honestly, our hitting is here, our starting pitching is there, and our bullpen's there, uh, I think, overall our hitting and our starting. So I think the Blue Jays – are really having their doubts against our Mariners, uh, our Mariners team because we are we are looking dangerous and I think we have a really good shot on beating uh, the Blue Jays. Just one more game. Yeah, I agree. I feel like um, we've talked about this a lot, but um, I don't think their team has a lot of hype. But um, yeah, let's talk about that bullpen. So the Mariners bullpen was is just phenomenal. They've yeah. got they've got. They've got pretty great relievers and then a great closer and some phenomenal starters. So I think we maybe should just get, like, one more good reliever. Well, I mean, you got Munoz, Diego Castillo, you know, Matt Brash. Diego Brash and Diego haven't been really that consistent, but I really love Munoz. I mean, 103 miles an hour pitching. And then you got that slider that's 93. It's like a Jacob DeGrom reliever. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, he literally pitches 103 and then 93. And then the lowest he can probably pitch is like low eighties even. Eight, yeah. I mean I don't know how as a hitter you can get ready for you get ready hundred miles an hour fastball and then eighty six miles an hour changeup and then hundred miles an hour guy. Your brain just can't handle that. You know you have to be guessing correctly if you're if you're gonna hit that. Yeah, you have to really watch the ball on that because you think like you think it's another fastball because you're like, gosh, this guy always can do that because um, he's just he can. I would use that if I was him a lot, and he does, but um, he just. He can spread around everything, which I love about him. His slider. For for both teams, the slider was phenomenal. Alec Manol only pitched as long as he did because of that slider. Without that slider, we he we would have crushed him. Like He wouldn't have had a chance, I think. Yeah, well, uh, I got a question to ask you, and it's an average question, but do you think our bullpen will do good against the Blue Jays once again? I mean, our, the, I, we all know the Blue Jays can have a huge power and uh, but if we have like someone throw a slow, little slower, Matt Brash and uh, something, someone like that, they if they don't throw gas, uh, it's it, it can be scary because the Blue Jays are not the team to mess with. And I don't know, do you think do you see the bullpen as succeeding against this Blue Jays offense? I do, honestly, I do. I think um, as long as we can have Munoz um, pitch again today, then for sure. And I think we can have Brash come in, but I think it only if we don't have Munoz. I think um, I think. Um, Gosh, I cannot think. Robbie Ray will go five, and then we'll have Munoz go three, and then or maybe two. Well, Munoz is a very short pitcher, or not short, but uh, uh, I know what I mean, yeah. short stunt pitching, and so I think he'll go two, and then we'll have Seawall to end with two. Well, yeah, maybe Brash one, and then, um, yeah, yeah. Well, my prediction is we are going to. Uh, I hate to say this, so I think we're going to lose this game. Kobe, and here, here's why. Before you guys get upset, I think we'll win the series. Um, but I, this is why I don't think we're going to win it. Obviously, we got a couple players that cannot lay off those off speeds in the dirt, like, you know, Kelnick, Santana, even J Rod. He was chasing those yeah. sliders outside in the zone. 
and we we are going to do that a couple times against Gossman. That's how that's how Gossman lives in the MLB. That's what that's what he does to make millions and millions of dollars that he does. He he shows people that he can throw the off speed outside of the zone, inside the uh, inside in the dirt. People will swing at that because it looks so good until it goes down. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't think we're gonna be able to lay off that. I think uh, our offense will get a few runs. I think this will be a very very close game. But overall. I, I hate to say it's in the end. I think we're going to come close and lose this game, but I think tomorrow is a whole different story. Okay, yeah. I hate that prediction, but I mean, any <laughs> um, Mariners really does. Mariners fan. But I think we are going to have trouble laying off that um, uh, outside slider. slider and stuff like that that he has because it's just it's phenomenal stuff. But I think as long as – because Kyle Raleigh, he doesn't really chase. I've never yeah, seen Kyle him doesn't really, chase. really, really chase. So I think as long as we can have him put the bat or ball to or whatever you want to say, back <laughs> to the ball, we, I think we'll win. But I think it's definitely going to be close, and I think it'll be too close. How will Robbie Ray do, uh, in your opinion? You said five innings, around eight strikeouts, and a few runs. Yeah, that's what I think. But I think he might pitch a little shorter honestly maybe yeah four because yeah. he's a great pitcher for he's a little like marco great for a couple but then i think one run or something or like one base hit will kind of get him into a rhythm of letting them happen yeah, yeah. like leave a slider over the hanging over the plate or something which will kind of ruin it a little bit but i think he's honestly i think he's great up until four and then once he hits that fifth inning sometimes he can just let it go sometimes so i think it'll be very close and i don't know how he's gonna pitch today I've never seen him in the playoffs, obviously. So yeah, I mean, he's he he has he has that Cy Young stuff in his back pocket. It's just uh, it just can he use that in the playoffs is the main question, Jacoby. I I really not I really don't know how we are going to do in the playoffs because Robbie Ray, you never know what's coming. Uh, you never know what's coming. Robbie Ray throws, and you never never know uh, if if the Mariners' uh, mindset is to win or to lose. But I don't know. I believe that's about it, Jacoby. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I think we covered it, and let's go win ballgames. Yeah, let's go win. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the Mariners Alert podcast. Please share this podcast or or somehow uh, let other people listen to this because we really like doing this, and we'd love to uh, have people listen to this. But anyway, thank you for listening uh, to the Mariners Alert podcast. <laughs>